Listening to Roar, powered by LT Gray. Welcome to the Tiger Den. Hi, and welcome back to Roar, powered by LT Gray. I'm Rachel Schiff, your host, as per usual, and I am here with my student Alicia tonight or today, this afternoon, and uh, we are going to talk about how journalism shapes how art is perceived. Is that correct? Yep. Okay, go for it. Introduce yourself. Take it away. Hi, my name is Alicia Ma, and I'm currently the artist and graphic designer for El Tigre, and this is my first year in the class. And you're killing it. Thank you. You are killing it. Yeah, I like it. Okay, so why don't we dive in to, well, why don't you tell us what kind of journalism covers art and like where you might see these things and tell me a little bit about the subject. So arts journalism is a branch of journalism that um, is concerned with like reporting and discussing like all types of art. So normally people might think it's just related to like, oh, visual arts, like paintings and stuff, but it actually covers things like um, film, literature, architecture, music, theater, all of that counts under like arts journalism. And art journalists, normally their main job is that they have to be able to notice like an artwork or artist that they believe um, is like worth reporting on and like should deserve more recognition. And yeah, anything related to the arts that they think would be appealing to a large audience. Okay, Uh, do you have any journalist or any artist that you want to talk about specifically? Um, I do have one artist that I found quite interesting. So this artist, their name is Julie Green, and they're known for um, a couple projects that they did, and one of them is called Last Supper. So in Last Supper, Julie Green basically documented like um, 1,000 uh, final meals of patients, that of people that were on death row, and Green painted all of these on like a bunch of ceramic plates and it was kind of like a activism thing because she wanted to advocate um, against the death row and she was trying to convince people to like not support it. And journalism actually played kind of a big role in this because it was covered by a lot of different journalists, including um, like the Rolling Stone and New York Times. And I think the journalism that was involved, it really helped not only like spread the message, but it made people like sympathize or kind of agree with the message because the journalists, they covered a lot about like um, Green's like motivation behind the project. And I think covering that really made people um, like see like their side of the story and agree with her. So they documented Green's bias because she obviously comes with an agenda. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad, we're not talking about that. We're just talking about that there is a bias in this journalism. And so you think that it swayed the public more. Yeah. Uh, How popular would you say that this like concept got Green's uh, series? Like how journalism like made it more popular? Yeah, like how do you, other than the fact that you know that it was in like Rolling Stone and mm-hmm. New York Times, uh, did you see it anywhere else that might be marketed towards all different demographics? Um, Those were the only ones that like I really read through, but when you like search um, Julie Green, there's yeah. a lot of articles about her. Interesting. So I'm sure there's like, there's a lot of, um, 
there was a lot of journalism involved. And I think without it, um, Green's work would definitely be like a lot less known because then it would only be through like people who've seen like the work in museums and exhibitions. Interesting. Or people who care about that particular subject yeah. enough to research yeah. her. Um, yeah, I'm sure that there's actually like a large following of people who are also activists against the death penalty. Yeah. Imagine, yeah. I imagine that's not just a small niche, but an interestingly wide uh, net of people to capture in art. Um, so this is not on your form, but it's something mm -hmm. interesting to talk about when we're talking about journalism. Uh, you mentioned documentaries, right? And artists. Yeah. Uh, have you seen Exit Through the Gift Shop? I'm actually not a big fan of documentaries. I haven't really watched any. Okay, so, so it covers Banksy. Do you know who Banksy is? He's a street no. artist and nobody knows what he looks like. Oh, that's interesting. Interesting. Yeah. So you should look up Banksy and mm -hmm. you should possibly read about him because yeah. he's covered by journalists everywhere. Or they. I should not mm -hmm. say he. They usually masculinized Banksy. So I think that there's an assumption that they are male. Mm -hmm. I have a friend who believes Banksy is more than one person. Oh. I've never heard that theory before, but I think that that's an interesting theory. Um, but Banksy gets a lot of journalistic um, kudos for somebody who is not actually like clear about who they are. Mm -hmm. I think... Um, like the anonymous aspect, I might actually make people like more interested, which is why he um, like they're covered more. Right, because he uses stencils. So I don't necessarily yeah. know that his artwork is all that great or any different than any other street artist who sneaks somewhere and does something illegal <laughs> and leaves their mark, except for because he is anonymous and never leaves anything and has a certain stylistic. And it's also just interesting because not everything that goes out stakes claim is Banksy, right? So yeah. like, how do we, I, it's an interesting way. There's a lot of journalistic integrity that's on the line when covering something like that, which I find interesting. Um, how do you think that journalists have overall shaped the perception of art? Mm, I think journalism, um, in addition to like shaping art, it really gets the word out there. Like, so with Green's case, um, like journalism helped make the public more, I think, like sympathize with Green and like their artwork. So I think the the topics that journalists choose to cover, like um, in Green's case, they covered a lot about like um, their motivation behind the project and also like how they interviewed like, like almost a thousand um, inmates from death row and I think that really like covering that really made um, people more like sympathetic to her uh, message do you have any other examples other than green um there was another person I read about so her name is Carrie Roy and hers is also related to activism except um, she focused on more like climate change issues and specifically um, greenhouse gases and okay. how you know um, cow poop is basically um, a big cause in like releasing toxic greenhouse gases right and what she did was she basically made like sculptures of like um, cows and like poop kind of okay interesting uh, yeah. sounds like a stinky situation <laughs> yeah 
and um, a lot of journalists covered it and that I think brought a lot of attention to the issue and also helped people like support um, her cause. So it sounds like what you're saying is journalism is helping people grasp things like social science and actual like not that social science isn't science but like also just like science that we learn in school right like biology and chemistry and I don't know like Mm. birth studies yeah I think journalism like definitely brings like people um brings people's attention to issues like that and different subjects I just got a chuckle from our editor-in-chief because I blanked and just went with Earth Studies. But <laughs> but it's true, right? Like I, I, the journalists are helping probably bridge that gap between yeah. art and other subject matter, right? Yeah. Um, and so that's probably, I mean, I can read an article. I can't necessarily interpret a piece. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, it's probably helpful for peons like myself, plebeians, if you will. Um, is there anything that you want your audience to know about? Mm, um, I did want to go over the difference between arts journalism and arts criticism, because I think that's a topic that a lot of people um, kind of get mixed up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Let's cover that so, for a second, huh? Yeah. So art journalism is more of like a very factual reporting of events. It's like a who, what, where, when, why, and sometimes a how. And um, on the other hand, arts criticism, it's more like um, a detailed analysis of the artwork. And this is typically done by an art critic or someone who has like a lot of experience with art. So this often, um, it's more like a review almost of the artwork. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So... What makes, do you know what, like, what makes an art critic an art critic? Um, I believe, I think it's, like, a profession that a lot of people pursue. So I think you probably have to get a degree in college and study something related to art. But I'm not too sure about that. Okay. So, I mean, but there's definitely different credentials, right? Than than a journalist versus a critic. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to think I'm a food critic. Um. Okay. Well, I, I find this interesting because mm-hmm. I like art, but I don't necessarily know how to decipher and know the whole story behind it. So it's nice yeah. to learn this details through journalism, right? Yeah. Um, You've been doing really well in this class in terms of art. So hopefully your love of art and hopefully a new love of journalism is coming to fruition. Mm-hmm. Is there anything else you'd like to let our listeners know before uh, mm-hmm. we say goodbye? I think that's it. That's about it. Yeah. All right. Well, I think you've survived your first podcast (laughs) and uh, you did a great job and stay tuned for more episodes coming up, hopefully in the future weeks. Uh, Do we have anything good on the docket? Uh, My editor in chiefs are rolling their eyes at me. Like that was the dumbest question ever Schiff. Um, So I guess we, we will, it's a surprise and I'm supposed to uh, be quiet and move on. So we hope everybody had a wonderful spring break and we will be covering more journalistic, journalistic topics soon. All right. All right.